Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Hello. Welcome, everyone, to episode two. And we are excited to be joined by John Mitchell today. Mark Boyd, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you? All good. John? What's How are going you, on? Happy to be here. Yeah. Let's the go. Ripper Let's the, the Ripper is here. The Ripper. Yeah, the Rebel County Ripper boys. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so look, let's just sort of introduce yourself to everyone listening. What's the story? Who is John? Where have you come from? What's going on? Yeah. So first, as a disclaimer, not a traveler. It's just Irish. Just an Irish <laughs> accent. Like, let's clear that up ASAP, you know what I mean? Before I get deep introspective. Uh, subtitles on this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slow it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so... um. I'm John, I'm from Ireland, uh, I am a professional fighter, mixed martial arts. Will I go background of the whole story? Give it, give go it, on. give us what you okay, want, John. Let's, let's go. go back. Okay, okay, right, so basically, Catholic, no, no, let's <laughs> <laughs> clear that up now, add that to the subtitles, I'm not a traveler, like, my mom will probably watch this, so, so, uh, basically, how I got in sports was, uh, I had loads of, uh, energy growing up, way too much energy, and, uh, my mom was, uh, like, you know, she was like, we need to find you to do something, um, and, you know, crime wasn't an option, so... <laughs> What she said was, uh, not for now anyway, like yeah. it's my later 20s, like so there's time yet. And uh, so she, uh, where I live, you can see a river down there and there used to be uh, rowing boats going up and down like mad. And she was like, geez, those lads look absolutely wrecked by the time they get off the water. So she's brought me down there. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I started, and I love it. You know what, I mean? what age were you? Oh, age I was 12, I was 12. And as soon as you put me into the water, I just boom, 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 up and down. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> literally like, you know, if you got like an energetic hamster and put them on the wheel. Yeah. And I love that wheel. So anyway, <laughs> but initially when I started, I was shit. Or am I allowed to swear this? Surely I am. So anyway, edit it, edit it. So uh, when I, um, initially I was so bad at it, like like I was so bad, like there's this thing called the uh, sculling ladder. So I'm from Cork and it's like everyone in Cork races. And uh, so like, there's not a whole lot of people in Cork, but I came 82nd anyway. Like, <laughs> so, you know, like as far as competitions go, no matter if there was a lot of people, 82nd-ish, not great. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so yeah. normally parents take their kids down to like the park or oh, yeah. the playpen or whatever and uh, your mum drop, drop you to Dodger a rowing competition. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. 82nd, <laughs> yeah, 82nd. Like, I'm, like, I'm sure like th- the coaches were speaking slower to me after it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They were like, jeez. But anyway, <laughs> I got really, really... This is actually... Horrible. Then did you move into something you were actually good at? Hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. There's time yet. There's time yet. I'm still 12, like, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I still didn't even really know what girls were like. Yeah. So anyway, no, I did. But uh, so I, uh, I got really committed. And, like Joe, er, everyone was like, "Oh, you should give this up." So I got really like headstrong with it. Like, so I started like going again and again and again. And uh, 
eventually I got really good because if you throw enough shit at the wall, like it's kind of how I got better at my fight career. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's Max Mantra. Yeah, yeah. literally, yeah. literally. Yeah. And there was, was there was plenty of wall and plenty of shit at the time. Like, so uh, it was perfect. Like, and uh, so eventually uh, I got onto the Irish team and I like uh, won the nationals and I did that sculling ladder again. And like, you know, what was funny was I got onto the Irish team, went to the World Championships, went to like the European Championships, won everything in Ireland. Far it like. Because I, all I did was train, train, train. But it was so petty of me. I eventually came back for the sculling ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, like, like, you know, like I just came back, like not even really speaking it. And uh, like, um, like, even though it was like such a county thing, like, and I was like gone to a world stage at this level, just still came back and just won every trophy. Like, <laughs> like we had the award night and um, uh. I was like 17 at this stage. And in the award night, like, like, you know, there was like all different categories and I was still a teenager, but I won like, the adults, the intermediate, the advanced, the even the novice, everything, you know, and just didn't mind ren ruin the whole of what order. I just kept them all. What <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speech, nah, yeah. just absolutely in spite. Like, and in this, in that sculling ladder, you could do this thing. I, it was this, you know, like perceptions, everything. Like, so say, like, when I was rowing, it was as important to me as fighting was, and it's the same emotions with it. Like, so like in the sculling ladder, you could challenge people. So I swear to God, now there was like you could like issue a challenge to someone to um, race them, like. And like you'd line up on this at the end of the thing and you'd like all your friends would be there and their bikes coming. You know what I mean? Like, and they'd be like, go on, John. And you know, the only difference. I've got a very different image to the Cambridge and Oxford boat race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah. was going on yeah. with the bikes? And on the God, yeah, do you know what, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, and, scraps, and it was real. <laughs> I swear. I swear it was real intense. Like, and you'd like sit next to them and then you'd fucking. John, they were all doing it as well like you know what I mean so <laughs> so you know it was on like the only difference is you, you didn't end up uh, hitting them after like you know what I mean and, and, and Carl didn't thank you and make an Instagram post but it was the same thing like you know but uh so yeah like it was funny because even when um like I was at the start of the world championships like like Russia China and like on big stages and like Ireland does have a good like we've, we've won medals now at the Olympics stuff it was the exact same feelings as when I was when I fight even more so you know what I mean like because you control a bit more when you fight, like. Mm. But uh, yeah, so anyway, when I when I was done that, I was done. I came back from the World Championships like seventeen, and they kind of made a decision, like, do you know, do you want to push to the Olympics, or like, uh, I was thinking to myself, could I do a completely different sport? And like, I was always like, 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 uh, what's next? Yeah, well, I I want to be realistic. I was like, do you know, I could go to the Olympics, but I do like was I was too small for heavyweight, too big for lightweight, and. Uh, my, boxing was in my family anyway and I was always kind of prone to it you know what I mean like like if we get into that in the story and uh, so uh, I, I just packed it up completely and like in the same time I didn't just lay idle I went straight into training um, with rowing I always trained like 12 times a week with like elite coaches so I just joined the local gym and they were like who's this lunatic just training 12 <laughs> times a week you know what I mean <laughs> so but but just like rowing I knew that like even though I was really, really bad starting, but I was better at fighting starting than I was ever at rowing. Like, I, I knew that, like, what I learned from rowing, I could get really, really good at this if I just every day was Same there. Work ethic mm. mindset, it was yeah. the exact, it's, it's mad. Like, obviously, they're so different, like, but yeah. they're so similar. Same underlying principle, yeah. Yeah, and I saw it with Thor, like, Joe, I could see the same thing. Joe, like, he was a really good strongman and he adapted that to fighting and he got way better in like the six months, even. So, like, with fighting, um, I got way better way quickly because I was just always there. So, yeah. And that's John Mitchell. <laughs> no, up, up until 18. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. But, but, um, that, that, though, you started in boxing before MMA. Yeah, yeah. Boxing, boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amateur boxing. Yeah. Amateur boxing. Yeah, yeah. And, like, because I was so used to competing, I like, uh, when I was in that club, I fought after, like, a month. 
Nice. How did that go? It was. I was. I was uh, <laughs> sent silly. So like, I, I fought this guy, and um, your man. Um, so I won. I won the fight, and I was so happy after. And uh, your man uh, stole my bike after. <laughs> so like, uh, chose my first taste of life as well. Like yeah. I was like, I lost the battle, won the war. Like or lo- the opposite. Like yeah, yeah. won the battle, lost the war. Sickened walking home, but also like, corky kaboo. Like I'm yeah. happy as well. <laughs> so, I mean, like, did you just pinch it? Or, huh? What did he do? Just I just just fucking took off with it, did he? No, no, I just was upset. Yeah, uh-huh. stole it after. Yeah, sure. Look, <laughs> I still remember. Like, do you know what I mean? So you went from Rowan. So I went, from went into amateur boxing, and then where did that lead you? So uh, I was um, I was doing it through college and stuff like that, and uh, I didn't really like my um, course I was doing. I was initially doing chemical engineering, and when I uh, left college, uh, I'd like. I wanted to figure out what I wanted to do. I eventually went into like economics and business and um but I had like a six month period off before I went back to school and uh, I met my like head coach from back home, Aaron McGuire, just outside the gym that I just Googled and like just the rest of history just showed up there every day, twice a day. And like we it was actually a really cool origin story, like because where I'm from in Cork, there like it wasn't a big scene at all. So like we we were in a jitsu gym that was also half a Thai boxing gym, BJ Cork and Sign Warriors, and uh at the time, Aaron was only 25. So he's like a year younger than what I am now. But when I was like 19, that was like, he was fully fledged adult. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, and uh, Yoda. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> he met this guy as well. And uh, like, so his jiu-jitsu coach just said to him that um, you can do, uh, you can be an MMA coach. It was just like a startup thing he did. So it was just me, his brother, and this other guy he was coaching. And we had like, no gym outfit, no gear, nothing. But like, so there's like some really big gyms in Ireland, like SBG where McGregor's from and all this. And like, he just said to us, oh, you're all going to be the best in Ireland. And we're, I was kind of like, does this fella not even know how to fight himself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you yeah. saw Iron, I'd say it to him. Like, and uh, we just, uh, we won every single belt in um, Ireland over the five years and gradually built a gym. Now he's the biggest gym in Cork. But it, so like, when we were initially training, it was just me, him, Jack, and the other Jack, so, and we had this blue crash mat, and that was, like, what we had, and even though th- he's a proper gym now with a big cage, we have all the belts, we still have the blue crash mat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's cool, though. <laughs> the humble beginnings are still implemented there. Right? Yeah, because, like, we always fuck guys from SVG, and we, I don't think we ever lost them, we, o- we always smashed them, like, so it meant a lot to us, you know, so that's yeah. why, like, I'm still so proud, like, representing Aaron from back home. We need to get a picture of that blue mat. Yeah, we'll put that up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> So, so that's why it's cool. Like, so, so that, like, but it gave us a great sense of independence as well. So that's why, you know, when I came out here, kind of as like a one man army again, like, yeah. th- then it's all come together. Trust from all that other stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. So you, you've finished, finished in Ireland and then you've came to the UAE. Yeah. Tell us about that story. Um, okay. This Look at the smile on, on his face. Go on, loving it. We know the this story. Like, what it was, was, uh, so I, f- I finished my master's and stuff like that. What was your master's in? Uh, sports and exercise management. Thanks, ma'am. But you're going to hate the next bit, ma'am. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, uh, so basically, I knew I was like, uh, knew I wanted to go to the highest level of the sport. And like, same thing, be- being from Cork, like you don't get as much no- notice as all the other counties. But like, like I was UK and Irish number one as an amateur. I'd beat everyone and I kind of felt but like... you'd already switched into MMA back in Cork and Ireland. Oh, we talked the, about the amateur boxing and then you went into that. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. way on. Like, yeah. this is after like so like i was uk and irish number one like there was 800 in my category and i was number one but like still i wasn't getting as much notice as all like the other gyms because just i'm from cork like you know what i mean like it's quieter like and uh i was like fuck i really want to go to the highest level of this sport but i was done my master's and it's kind of this thing where i didn't want to go to working i wanted to commit to this fully and um 
like he's one of my best friends from back home but he'd like was, had this court case and uh he was like just beat it anyway and like we were like sitting across he, he lived across from the courthouse which is convenient like and um, <laughs> do you know what i mean because he was there often and, uh, yeah 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 it was, <laughs> so anyway, we we're sitting in his uh in his apartment and he was looking at me and i was looking at him and he was like celebrating for uh beating the court case and i was sitting there and uh and he's like one of my best friends i'll still say it to him now like he's th- like thankful for it like he was like um i need to get out of dodge and he said he looked at me and i was looking at the space and goes get out of dodge and i was like fuck man i can do way better than this yeah. and like the, two weeks later i left to uh the middle east never really? came back yeah and then since then a lot happened like yeah so yeah a few fights under the belt a few fights under the belt yeah. signed it's going well yeah, it's going well. It could have gone worse. Like, you know, better than it went for that lad, anyway. What's the, what's the record at the minute? 4 0. 4 0. When's the next one? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 26th of March. 26th of March, out hammering lads, yeah. yeah. Feeling good? Yeah, feeling great now. I Elbows are ready. Huh? Elbows are ready. Oh, sharpened. Tell sharpened. us what your favourite thing to do is. Huh? Tell us what your favourite thing to do is. Long walks on the beach in French cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Read a book. Come on. <laughs> Read a book. Meditate. Sorry, masters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Learning Welsh as a, as a side as a part-time, yeah. But no, feeling good for it. Like I was ready for um like I always did. I, I don't do training camps, I train all year round. So it's just a weight thing, but even my my diet's good. I was ready since uh for February. So the fact it's three weeks away, I'm good to go now. I'm sitting pretty like I can make the weight next week. So we've got up to this point, rowing, boxing, MMA. Is there anything during that that time period that you had to overcome, whether that was traveling from Ireland to the, the Middle East or anything significant that sort of sticks in your head? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, like generally like the whole sport is adversity. Like, you know what I mean? The whole sport is like, uh, you know, like especially where I was from, people really didn't think this could be a realistic thing. And now that I'm doing it more, everyone thinks that I'm on like, uh, it seems so much more realistic. So everyone's telling me to not do this, not do this, not do this. But I just stuck through it. Like, and then obviously there's loads of adversity in the sport because you, you do get battered probably six days of the week. Like, so yeah, yeah it's a lot. Like, what's that- interesting from when you said about the rowing to the boxing, every change of sort of sport or location or whatever it is, that same mindset of I'm starting from the bottom or I'm starting day one. And I'm not stopping till I'm succeeding. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? Just in you? Or is that, is that from 
being a kid background situation so being irish probably uh, yeah, yeah no just 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 a lot of things like like i was always determined like the sport obviously added to uh a lot to it a lot of other things as well trying to come through but uh just yeah just that being determined like i, I read this thing um when I, when I was younger by earl nightingale i went through this mad weird phase when i was like 16 and super into like like motivational quotes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And he said, like, there's depth yeah. to the man isn't i'm it? telling yeah. you he said like success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal do you know so he was saying like wh- like what is happiness and what success it's like it's the teacher that wants to be a teacher you know what i mean so like i, I had a lot of options like i mean i, I like i always got good results in school i could have done lots of things but I knew this was always the thing that made me happiest. So I know I'll be happiest when I do um, this. And what I noticed for myself is, say when I'm in fight camp, my life goes in such like a positive trajectory. Everything goes the way it should. It's any time I like move away from the mission, that's when sparks go flying and stuff goes wrong for me. Like, mm-hmm. So I just know when I'm on this path, everything goes really well for me. And I'm like, even like relationships, everything else, like, like how I make money, everything goes better. But when I move away from it and like don't really stay true to what I should be doing, yeah. Like, like for example, I worked in an accounting firm for six months, you know, and like, uh, basically, I, uh, so <laughs> in an absolute Michael Jordan like moment, right? I was going for this fucking interview, and uh, it's with KPMG. And this girl in my thing in my uh, year said, she's like, "Oh, you shouldn't be going for this. Um, this is uh only for like the really academic students." So like, naturally, you wanted to go for it. I was like, <laughs> "I'll show you." Hold my beer, like you know what I mean. <laughs> I was like, like I was lucky that it was an interview, like so you know. Half the year seemed half autistic and I could kind of blase the interview. So I was like, here we go. So step up. So I absolutely, 30 minutes study for it, told this, like gave this girl the world being like, I wanted to be an accountant all my life. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Absolutely just finessed her. Like, like if she'd been in a nightclub at 3am, like it'd be on, you know what I mean? You know yourself, Sully. Maybe not anymore. Maybe not anymore. We can edit that bit too then. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So, no, no, come here, come here. Let me finish the record. So, it was so so i got the, the worst thing that ever happened was i got the fucking job and uh they sent me they, they sent me they sent me up to dublin and like like this is like like the big four like kpmg like like they're like a big deal like Man. and uh it's so funny like one of the head of the company like i wore like my suit and everything and the head of my company came down and uh like went to she shook my hand and she was like i just wanted to meet you personally because you've been brought here because you've been known to be particularly academic and studious compared to your classmates. And I remember shaking her hand being like, fuck me, I'm about to leave you down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, like, you know, like, uh, but I know it's like, you know, if I'm, if I like something like rowing or fighting, I can be super good at it. But what I learned was if I'm, if I don't like something, my God, like, uh, like I used to have this dog when I was younger and we used to bring it into the vet. He used to bite the floor going in to stop it and I never related so much to that dog in that six month period like it was brutal like, like it, it was like they'd created a special form of torture just for me like like they used after after a while they'd pretty much yeah. given up on uh getting me to do any sort form of accounting like I was leaving the company down uh so they used to get me to like deliver letters across the city like and I'd be like yeah go on so like I'd swear like they would have given me a cone to wear in my head if they let me like and I was literally just sitting there was a big park next to us at Stephen's Green I used to sit in the park all day like just they would take hours to deliver them letters like yeah so going back <laughs> you're very passion and goal setting oriented with things you're doing so obviously everything that you're doing you need to have the passion in it and you yeah. need to have a goal set you spoke about overcoming um like fighting day in day out like five days a week you were saying that that that's something that you've overcame in yeah, terms yeah. of like yeah the intensity of it 
what's your mindset when you're training in a fight camp what kind of mindset do you have um it's just me versus me you know what i mean like 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 one thing that i find so interesting about uh the fighting is like because i've done it now since i was a teenager it's always something that's like consumed my whole life like even now there's way more bells and whistles around it because i'm in dubai and joe like the stage is bigger it's on a world stage it's so reassuring that it still feels the exact same yeah it's still just me overcoming this thing that i have to focus on like 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 i was saying like now that i'm in fight camp it feels like the most like i'm back home yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. and as well like who I noticed with a lot of my friends, the difference was like, you know, it's easy. It's easier if I didn't do this shit. Like, obviously, it's easier yeah. if I didn't have to put all this pressure on myself. Try performing a big yeah. stage. Try do this. But I noticed like a lot of like my environment growing up and stuff. If I just stay the same and don't push for this big goal, I won't change. But say now I put this big task of fighting this like good guy from Poland and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's the recipe of success at the yeah. end of the day. Is that risk the reward? Yeah. Anyone can take the easy path. But you know, it, it's it's not about the result. It's about what I become trying to get the result. Yeah, like after jump. every fight. Well, so I said to someone, if you ain't got the target, your hours ain't going to hit. Yeah. You need to set that that goal yeah. and have the plan to get there because if you ain't got it, you ain't reaching it. Yeah. Speaking it's of goals, very... what is your goal? Uh, it's it's to be the first Cork man in the UFC. So that's... Uh, and then once we get there, we'll keep going from there. You know what I mean? So yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll uh, take that as a little highlight. We'll keep that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And w- yeah. what's the sort of time period? Uh, two more fights. I've been knocking on the door to quote Carl Keller. Two so. more fights. Yeah. Carl Keller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So First man from Cork in the UFC. Sounds he good said to it. Me. The Ripper has said it now. Former rower, accountant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> it was it's a generous term to call me an accountant. Like, the company nearly went into liquidation. Like, it was <laughs> brutal. <laughs> but Just going back to the, like, the goal thing. You say you train all year round. Yeah. Like, when you get an opponent, because obviously you don't know your opponent, say, till sometimes a few weeks out, a couple of months out, whatever it is. Does a switch go then when you know the opponent and you're saying it's you versus you? Does it become you versus that person in your training? Or is it still just you getting better daily against yourself? Joe, it, it increases the um, the intensity of it, right? Like, and you're training hard, but then you know you're training hard when you get an opponent. Even though you're doing the same hours, it's different and it's in your head. But one thing I've noticed with this sport is um, I actually don't, like... I've, I've game plan around the opponent, but from in my mind, it's I it's not a person. It's like an object, you know what I mean? Wh- which makes it a lot easier to deal with when you're covered in blood after fights, don't get me wrong. Like, But the thing is as well, um, because I've had 43 fights, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Uh, you can't, um, you're only lying to yourself if you think that it's personally them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's an object. And Joe, when I fight, when I fight, I'm not thinking about them personally. I'm just thinking of them as like a task and an object that's moving at me. So um, tactical warfare, really? Yeah, it, yeah because you know, it's not like, in the way of my next goal. Yeah, remove you. <laughs> exactly. Well, look, yeah. it, it's it's right. Like, say, like for this fight, there's lots of goals that I have. Say, like you can't be result oriented in this. That's what I learned. You have to be task focused. So when I go into the fight, I'm not thinking smash this guy, win, smash this guy, win. That's what comes as a result of me doing yeah. my stuff. So like, say for the fight, I'm thinking this with my boxing, this with distance management, and then if I win as a result of that, great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah, how it works. Yeah. And um, but like I, I've heard like younger fighters, they're like, oh, do you know when I get there, like I hate him, I hate his team. I, I'm like, yeah. mm. you don't, you couldn't, you don't know him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's you're lying. You have to be honest with yourself. I think bringing that emotion, very emotive state into that is a is a downside to it. Like, uh, it it depends. Like the emotion's going to be there anyway because you shouldn't be thinking I hate this person. You you should be like, this person's like my entire goal and dream. 
so it's going to be on regardless like like you know like it it means like this is so much more than him it's me yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so like when i when i fight this guy like i don't mind putting my elbow through your head and it's not because of you it's because of me do you know what i mean yeah, so like yeah. that's uh the way i think but i'm like you're like you're what like I, I love my life right now it's great and you're gonna maybe stop that like so yeah and sometimes when you, when you get too much emotion involved in sports particularly engulfing of rage yeah it sort of takes over your thinking process i know like a, a basic example is when you're driving and you get road rage mm. you stop thinking about driving yeah you immediately go into emotion an emotional state so 100 percent. and you know that's one thing i always learned about competing because i competed since i was so young and like uh, i had such an extensive amateur career as a fighter so like like i said you know like it's you versus you and all this i took each amateur career to approach it differently so i like fine-tuned a lot of things but mostly because fighting so mental and so was rowing i fine-tuned my mind and like each fight as an amateur i went into it with such different mindsets and i used to purposely try switch it yeah. you know what i mean and like uh i found which one works the best and yeah. any of those fights that i went in like smashing the wall smashing the room before getting all angry i'm like that's not my personality anyway and that's not what works and they were always my worst fights the fights that i went in i was like I'm, I'm lucky enough that like I actually love to fight not a lot of people can say that even a lot of fighters they don't actually love it so when I go in if I have that mindset I do better anytime I've gone in like hitting myself before I'm hitting him I've mm. got hurt yeah. you, know, you know so it's maturing of mindset as well isn't yeah. it like yeah. you're you're emotionally maturing as you progress with experience so that I think that's the value of experience learning as well is yeah. learning how how you interact with your mind and how you can portray that on let's say the battlefield when it comes down to it yeah yeah for sure yeah. you figure that out after a while like you, yeah. your your mindset changes so much and even like the adversity of training and stuff and of your life obviously helps a lot going into it as well you know yeah like and you learn about yourself you learn about yourself a lot yeah that's the coolest thing like i remember like when i was like uh, 19 i had this really really rough fight against this guy that was an absolute killer at the time like i wasn't doing it long and he'd been to thailand and like all my friends came like it was shin pads off i like broke my nose really Ireland fight I lost a split decision one of the few fights I actually lost but um afterwards I was so happy with myself when I was completely by myself because I was like uh man I can't believe I was this nervous that guy was so much he was 25 I was like he, uh I stepped up I showed myself I thought I was going to be way too scared and like I was buzzing more happy after that loss than I've been after a lot of wins yeah you know what I mean mm. so that's how I really knew that this sport for me because I was like this is actually all for me yeah you know what I mean yeah so yeah so, so obviously through all these experiences you've developed a strong robust mindset now obviously we're on the strong cast what does the word strong mean to you um stick sticking to the plan you know what i mean no matter how hard it gets staying on this now just because i told that spotty 19 year old of myself when i was 19 i do it like so i'm not fucking stopping you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. and even more that I, I told myself when i like when i was 12 and i came 82nd in that race that i was like no you can be the man if yeah. you do hard enough so it's it's that like you know bulletproof yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so anything that you'd like to say to people like little message in how you sort of go about things that you think can help people if there's anyone listening out there that's sort of a bit lost on that mindset a bit lost on that plan what what would you say to them yeah it, it's hard to say sometimes because like, like 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 two of you i feel very lucky that i've just found something that i'm so passionate about so the rest take care of itself like and i think that's the answer to it like just find something you like because i remember john when i was an accountant i was miserable but you know then when i was like fighting travelers there around the place i was delighted you know what i mean so i think if you find the thing you really like you're just gonna you, that's gonna be the key to everything you know yeah so yeah, yeah. 
finding a passion and taking risks as you said yeah 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 yeah. don't yeah. be scared to start from the bottom and you know you don't mind taking the risks if it is your passion because like you're still you're still on that good buzz anyway you know so yeah yeah, yeah. so we're going to round this off with a last question we could what, listen to you for a long yeah, time we though could, we could. <laughs> what would john mitchell do to save the world um she said, like, "Don't do I do much to help the world? I'm just <laughs> punching the heads off lads around the place. Like, you know, my sisters are doctors, you know, and uh, like they add so much more to the world than I do. It's funny. My mom always says, like, this is our least favorite joke. Like, she's like, Joe, you could have been a doctor, and I'm, I'm Doctor Payne. So I don't know about helping the world, <laughs> but I'll definitely keep you entertained as fuck anyway. Yeah. Tune in March 26. Get the promo going, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any sponsors? <laughs> we'll leave that to his family, his, his sister, his, his mum. Look after the world. Don't worry, perhaps, we'll get, perhaps we'll get your mum on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then it'll come out like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Well, thank you very much. Like we say, we could listen to you all day. Good luck in the fight. Cheers. Good luck with everything. March twenty sixth. Tune in. Yeah. See you then. To our man John Mitchell. Yeah. Doing what he loves. Yeah. yeah. What more do you want? Happy days. All right, some boys. Tune in next time. We've got more guests coming up, various different uh, industries and backgrounds. So uh, and some big names coming soon. So thank you for me. And thank you for myself and thank you to our man, John Mitchell. Happy to be here. Coming on. Again, hopefully you guys can take a few pointers from John himself, overcoming these battles, um, starting from the bottom, then starting from the bottom again, and then starting from the bottom again um, to reach a passionate goal. Yeah, and packs of 10 for 3,000 dirham as well. <laughs> I'll have you MMA. talk to my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Links yeah, are below. Yeah, we do it all. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll chuck his social. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks very much, John. Cheers. Cheers, lads. Yeah, Thanks. Mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.